45 minutes. Oh, he's got 45 minutes. He's so important. Is that, is that, reco- that is recording? I think it is. I don't know. That'll be... Yeah, the, the, the sound things aren't coming up for some reason. I don't know why, but that's just... It'll, it'll be fine, because what I'll do is I'll turn it up afterwards. I'll take this slider, and I'll go boink, and then I'll be able to hear everything that happens. So anyway, gentlemen, how are you doing? Solid. Very solid. I'm doing we're just, well. We're just jumping right into this one. Yeah. Talk about yourselves and introduce yourselves so everybody has some context. My name's Tate. Fenton. <laughs> I'm Eric. That's it. That's all you get. But Eric's Eric's uh Eric's um I'll be honest guys, my powers are weak today. How so anyway, um I haven't been recording <laughs> podcasts lately. Uh, that's just what it is. I haven't yeah. been doing it. When's the last one you did? Like over a month ago with uh, Sam Comfort, like okay. right before my birthday, and uh, I've been trying to like get people together since then, but like either you know, pe- like it just like never like comes through or like whatever, just yeah. plans never line up. Yeah, so tough, tough to organize. Yeah, and honestly, I just haven't been giving a shit, like giving a shit about making stuff recently. I don't, I don't know what I care enough about to be like, hey, this is what I have to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, we've been um. I mean, me and Eric have been working on something. Well, I've been working on something. Eric's been helping here and there. But, like, you know, I don't know. Will it ever come to fruition? I kind of forgot you had that shirt on for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very nice. Um, So, fucking, what do we have to talk about? Dude, I don't fucking know. The Olympics? Is What's that been, happening? Or, like, the World Cup? That was Cup? the Special Olympics. I'm talking I saw about the, a guy, the Cups coming up, right? this Norwegian dude, just ran the fastest mile in 21 years. I saw that. I don't know. I don't think it was It's not the world Olympics. record because the world record is, like, insane. Yeah, he was, like, like, six all time, I think, this yeah, guy. Yeah, because, like, they, they got it on just under four minutes, and then, like, I think the record is, like, 343 or something. Yeah, I think insane. this was, like, 356 or something yeah, he did it. Yeah. Pretty quick. It was the What's the the fat? That was the fastest mile. Yeah, it's like three minutes and forty three seconds ever. And some guy just like he it, got, it he got close. You can look on like it's a pretty short list of people yeah. who've actually run under four minutes in history. Mm. You know. Yeah, it just sounds yeah. terrible. It's like a really bad time. It does not sound fun at all. Yeah, I don't want to try that. Girls no. don't even like guys that can do that stuff. You know, like <laughs> there's no girl that's like. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna tell me girls don't even run the mile because it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, girls I mean, don't run the mile anymore, dude. They don't yeah, run the mile anymore, dude. They don't have to. Because that's the kind of guy he just gets up in the morning. He's all like, "Fucking!" He's like, "I'm up at two thirty a.m. I'm in the gym. I'm conditioning. I'm fucking stretching. I'm doing legs." Um, and it's like, can you just can we just watch Ozark? <laughs> watch some flicks, man. <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of guy who would get circumcised for like aerodynamics. This this one time I was seconds. I was watching uh. Olympic hurdles, and there was uh, this Jamaican guy. His name was McLeod, and then there was this Russian dude like Sabachikov, and they're at the the end. Oh, you told me about this. They like reached. They they hit the last. Like McLeod goes over the last hurdle and starts losing his balance. And then he just goes down, but takes out Shabetchnikov, <laughs> and he just like skins up his back, but then gets up and like finishes first. But then all the guys after the race kept on 
like, like, oh, good job, Shabeshikov, and just touching his, like, <laughs> track burn, and he's going, ah, oh, don't touch me, no, don't touch me. I just remember we're all set up in the kitchen and stuff, and at some point my roommate may or may not come home and walk through the shot and stuff, and I really hope he doesn't be all like, hey, what are you guys doing? It's like we're in the middle of recording. Don't talk to us. We're, we're doing our socialist <laughs> podcast. <laughs> go watch That's Ben. We call it. We're making go, moves. Go watch Ben Shapiro by yourself. <laughs> so how about uh, Bitcoin? That shit's so far down. It's fucking the, painful. Ah, God, that don't. Because, like, uh, I don't want to talk about this, but I do. <laughs> There's only so much you can say. But for anybody who actually put money into Bitcoin, I'm sorry. So um, I, I don't like, like. Just from a purely observational standpoint, it is wild how it doubled in a year. It went from like thirty fucking five thousand up to almost seventy thousand, and then dropped back down and is now at like what twenty thousand, and yeah. it's just like still crashing. Yeah, that shit volatile. It took years to get. It took years to get up to thirty thousand. Then it took about a year to double, and now it's taking less than that for it to just fucking completely deplete in value there's this story about this guy who's got like some insane amount of bitcoin stored on like a device and but it's password protected and he like forgot his password but he's only got a couple guesses left before it like permanently erases yeah his bitcoin forever fuck that guy dude yeah honestly fuck that guy because that guy (laughs) that guy you know uh doesn't deserve to have that bitcoin dude you know who does that? Fall down the stairs. I wonder if I should try turning that camera just a bit more. Dude, we're already try repositioning it. We're fuck it, who gives a fuck? That's what this whole that's what the whole podcast is. It's the process. You're watching you're watching me figure out how to get worse. You're watching me figure out how to put in less and less effort. It's been three years and you're watching me just do do how little can I do? How much less can I do than I did last time? That's yeah. what this podcast is about. I think it's a good thing to strive for. <laughs> Gotta have goals. So, remember on Tuesday when we were hanging out and we were talking about Drake for some reason? Oh, yeah, yeah, And then the very next day, he announced that he was going to drop an album on Thursday. Oh, really? We brought that into existence. That's yeah. our fault. Yeah. I guess that's on us. <laughs> but, yeah, so the, the n- I haven't listened to it. It's Me called neither. It's called Honestly Nevermind. And Drake put out a new album. Oh, I should listen to it. Honestly, never mind. Yeah. Like, talk to you later. What Jake. is he? What is he's just writing his own like fucking slam pieces now. He's, he's just he's a real see you next Tuesday. So. <laughs> he's just a silly goose. He likes I went to look up his fucking Wikipedia page the other day. Ooh, hang on, this is great because the wik- the top of the Wikipedia blurb fucking just like really bothered me because it was kind of like sucking his dick a little bit. When the stuff is saying may be true, but at the same time it's like. Sucking his dick a little bit. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. I'm of the opinion. I'm of the opinion that Drake peaked in 2015. With if you're reading this, is too late, and he hasn't really done anything good since then. Like it's all just p- kind of been repetitious. It's just more, it's just more Drake. Yeah. Yeah. I I told my little brother a while ago. He was talking about like, oh, I miss old Drake, and I was like, what's old Drake to you? And he's like, oh, like views and. Shit like that. I got and enemies. I was like, got a lot of yeah, enemies. That, no, that was from If You're Reading if you're This reading, Is Too yeah. Late. That's a good album. That's that, yeah, but I was that like, is, that's not that old. old. That, that's mm. t- To me at the time, I was like, that's not old Drake. Like, old Drake is like. Actually, th- the first yeah, stuff that he like, released. Yeah, like mixtape. Like, the stuff he's doing with Lil Wayne. Like, that type of stuff. And then I told him that. 
the best Drake is the newest Drake because he's just doing the same thing and it's mm. good because it's new and everyone's going to be hyped about it for however the window varies every time well, how I long feel like they're excited about it but it's like oh new Drake and it's only good because it's new Drake you know well I feel like for the first couple of years of his career he was actually trying to figure out how to like working with different producers new styles and different you know he was he was constantly improving his singing throughout those like albums as well mm. so like he when you sucked so bad oh god that very yeah. first album whatever that one that one that came out in, like 2009 Coming. so far gone or whatever that's really yeah on. so from like 2009 <laughs> through 2015 you watch him like improve as an artist technically and as a musician but then after that he like hits a point where he's just like oh i guess i've hit the top now let me just do the same thing over and over again yeah like his early stuff isn't really that repetitious like all things considered yeah like he does choose a lot of samey sounding instrumentals to sing over all those for those first couple of albums but i wouldn't call it repetitious Sin- everything since views has just been like wallpaper paste just yeah trend chasing bullshit yeah it's like just... he's not the trendsetter he all right. used to be all right so yeah. what we're saying is <clears throat> nickelback is a better band. I still got to give you Drake ever was. Drake's I, just a bad band. <laughs> so I have that. I have that video. On, too many guys. I have that video <laughs> on here. I need to give that video to you so you can edit out the parts of our conversation because it's like an hour long video. I need you to edit out the parts where we're not talking about Nickelback because I don't want to sit and watch my face do all that talking. I just don't <laughs> want to. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Uh, here we go. As an entrepreneur. Drake founded the OVO Sound record label with longtime collaborator in 2012. In 2013, Drake became the new global ambassador of the Toronto Raptors. Um, okay, hang Suck on. Suck his that's, dick a little more, dude. That's all true. This is all true. Drake is also a fashion designer, most notably a sub-label collaboration with Nike, alongside other businesses, ventures, including entertainment production and a fragrance house. In 2018, Drake was reportedly responsible for 5% of Toronto's $8.8 <laughs> billion annual tourism dude, income. You know what's funny? That's crazy, like, This stuff dude. all may be true, no. but like, it just pisses me off <laughs> even yeah, more. The last thing crazy, makes up for it, because like, as much as he's an asshat and like just kind of, you know? People it, are just going to the Mecca of Drake. Yeah, you know what's awesome? That it's like <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio, it's like so, it's more than 5%. It's like way more than 5% is like LeBron James. Yeah. Like Especially when he was playing in Cleveland, their whole their whole city was like. Wait, they know. got they got some Hall of Fames over there though, right? Yeah, but. Is it just rock, or do they also have the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? All right, let me see if I could turn this computer without fucking killing the podcast. Keep talking. I th- I think I think the Rock Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's in Cleveland. Yeah. I, I Cleveland. Would just say if Drake is five percent of Toronto. Toronto's a huge city, yeah. and it's actually kind of nice in some parts, but Cleveland, Ohio, it's like, it's like, I would, if somebody pulled up a stat and was like, 70% of Cleveland is LeBron James, like, statues <laughs> and, like, shit, like, like, the merch and whatever the fuck, like, yeah, I'd believe that. I'd believe that Cleveland, for a really long time, depended on LeBron James. Like, it was like, <laughs> if you took out a, you know how Walmart is, like, the 23rd most, like, productive country like gdp wise or something nah, in, the, in the past it may not be that way anymore because like amazon now but back in the am or in the walmart days when that was the place to get everything that was like considered to be one of the biggest countries in terms of gdp now i wouldn't be surprised if lebron james was like the biggest industry in cleveland you know mm. i don't know what else is going on over there 
So he's uh, not even there anymore, and he's still the biggest industry in Cleveland. Yeah, but like while he was there, it was like big, know, I don't think Drake's time. in Toronto all the time, is he? No. No. He's got a fortress. Does he have like a Tony Stark tower in Toronto? He like does. Drake tower? Yeah, no, it's just like a mansion that's yeah. like, like yeah, the Drake no, tower. A, mil- a million he acres. On, he lives up on top of that. Uh, remember the cover for the album Views? Where we yeah, yeah. Up there? That was real. That wasn't photoshopped. Yeah, yeah he actually just, lives up there. Yeah, that's wow, dude. <laughs> he like shoots like Nerf guns off the top of his roof. So um, drops like frozen grapes. Like I, uh, I. Uh, pulled up this document I have on my phone that's just like uh it's uh it's just whatever it's just a bunch of errant thoughts and stuff I've had but uh I was just looking through it for fun and uh one of these says a Scorsese style mob movie but instead of killing people you come on their face <laughs> can we do can we make five minutes of material with that <laughs> that's Look, gonna listen. be a hard sell yeah, I mean listen he came with, listen, he, came with he, came with some, he came up he came up the other day he asked me for a favor now listen I don't mind helping people out, but this was like it only works for a couple kind of mob ki- like the whole dropping them on each side of the bridge <laughs> with the cinder blocks. Like I don't know how that gets turned into what you said. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure it out. We're, we're gonna need to come on its fucking face. You gotta, you gotta make cinder blocks out of come. I'm gonna need you to take him out Disrespect. back. I'm gonna need you to take him out back and come on his face. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's that's definitely a good old fashioned Italian shakedown. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. I got so I made myself laugh. That's that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, the Alfredo sauce or something. Yeah. Give him the Alfredo. Edge posting is where you post on social media about how much you love edging. Dude, you must have been really horny for like most of these. Yeah, it sounds, it like, sounds it. like you were really horny. <laughs> I'm always horny, man. Alien <laughs> fucking a werewolf. I don't remember where that came from. <laughs> Who's to say they'd be happy when they meet each other? I mean, you know, they both seem like. It would be kind of standoffish. Yeah. You know? No, they're both just like, you horny? Uh, yeah. Ooh, I'm going to keep that one for myself because that it's seems like it would be. Every time, dude. This one, I'm, don't don't say it out loud. I'm going to show you. It's the one in all capitals there. That would be like funny for like a fake commercial or something. Like the name of the drink? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one right there in all caps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be a great. You can't like say a, that out loud? I No, because it's my, I want to keep it. Yeah, that was my is. idea, you know. If I said it and then I saw like, and I saw someone do it, I'd be like, ah, oh, fuck. So like now, if I see someone do it, I know there's only two people who could it could be. Yeah, you know? and then so you're gonna have to come on one of our faces. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm gonna have to get, take you out back and <laughs> <laughs> the disrespect. Dude, it's it's not how you can. Oh, you're gonna take my idea? Well, I'm gonna come on your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know. Fucking. You know what? I've actually been having a huge problem. Here's here's the thing. So I've just been having a huge problem, like, just trying to, like, be motivated and be a human being lately. Mm-hmm. Sure, like, sure. I'm wor- working, like, a full-time job, which, like, you know, uh, just because of the way, like, you know, money is now and everything, it's like I'm just barely getting by. Yeah. And, like, I could pick up another job, which is, like, you know, fine, but also, like, I don't know. I feel sore and tired all the time, and I don't know if that's, like, a process, like, a process of aging or if, like – everything's just bullshit, you know? Yeah. Like, like, like I, I don't know. I just think back to, like, when I was a kid and, like, I see, like, all the adults doing things. Yeah. And it's like, I wish you, any of you had just, like, I don't know. I wish someone had, uh, I don't know. Off to you when you were 16. We could Off, yeah. each other's sentences, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Sandwiches. Sandwiches, yeah. <laughs> Say it all again. All I'll say is that, uh, yeah, it's just not, a, not pleasant. 
You yeah. know what I need to do is I need to get a soundboard with a beep on it, and then I can make it sound like we're saying the N-word. Then I'll be happy again. That's <laughs> <laughs> not going to be cheap. No, not at all. I'd actually you. have to get an interface and stop using this primitive setup. Just daisy-chaining fucking aux cords. Audio cords. All these aux cords stress me the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Maybe that's dude. why the sound's not coming up properly is because I just got shit plugged into other shit. <laughs> it could be. They're all uh, fighting. <laughs> the sound levels aren't spiking properly because the shit, the, the, this... Because, like, this is a headphone splitter. It's not supposed to have a signal going into it, you know? It's yeah, supposed yeah, to have yeah. a signal coming out. So. Yeah. yeah, he's probably pretty confused. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean that thing is working real it's, hard. It's Pride Month. It's so you can stop being confused. He's <laughs> just ready to be himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to a uh, Providence Pride tonight. Oh yeah, a couple of friends are going. That nice. Sounds, that sounds exhausting more than anything. It sounds tired. Everything sounds tiring to me. That's yeah. not, like I'm trying not to be like I'm trying not to be like oh I'm 30, but like everything sounds exhausting to me now. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just be, being around loud noise is like, ah, uh, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I... This guy's fucking sleepy. Yeah, He's like, shit, about only, those loud I'm only 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I really... Uh, I, I can relate to being in those kind of, like, mental states where you're just like, everything just sounds like a lot of effort that I don't want to give right now and the thing is i know i'm probably gonna be fine again eventually like i just go through this like yeah I have, like adhd anxiety with depressive waves and stuff so that's yeah. probably just what i'm dealing with but at the same time it's like you know you get to a certain point in your life and you're like well i feel like shit right now and i know i have the ability to be happy but i can't change yeah. and it. if your yeah. only mechanism of coping is breaking out into song or smoking <laughs> pot then you're not gonna it's just gonna be bad you're never gonna get through it <laughs> I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm so fucking gay. <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, the fucking. You know. You know. You know what? You know what it is. Either breaking out in song, or black tar heroin. That's it. Those are the only two ways out. Or in. <laughs> to the other side. Yeah. Transcend. Like, you know, when having when having like having sex with a hundred people didn't help. And I know having sex with 200 people won't help. So it's either songs or black tar heroin. What about dance? That kind of comes with songs. There's dance. Yeah, it's, yeah. Kinda, it's kind of incorporated in there, you know? So it's all musical. Yeah, exactly. Musicals will save you in the yeah, end. I've never gone to a place where they're like, I prefer, I, I like my song with no dance, please. Or Would you like song or dance? I've never really. What kind of rule is that? It could be like a, a bar. Some, oh, yeah. Yeah, just split them up. You can get. Song and dance, you, just you, song. You stand up, and you start. Dance. You stand up, and you start walking too fastly. The fucking bounce is like, whoa, whoa! This isn't the dance section. I'm gonna yeah, need you to slow down there, slow partner. Slow down there, bud. <laughs> Chris Brown. But that's I the dancing you can run section. It. If you need to, if you need to go to the bathroom, you can run through there. But over here, you gotta walk. You gotta walk, <laughs> walk that ass over there. <laughs> Stop your yawning, Eric. I will try. Bro, no, that's, I'll that's walk all over you, dude. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what to say, dude. That's not, uh, it is Pride Month. Like, that sounds kind of hot. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You know, there's a lot of gang violence right now in this in this town. I had to Urukai. I had to punch. Is <laughs> somebody fucking yeah. Urukai in the street these days? The Urukais are out of control, dude. Yeah, dude. Like they're just growing out of like the mud and yeah, fucking eating frogs, I'm running through the forest. You know, I've just been trying to kayak, like just chill, like. Do some bird watching and there's orakai 
darting through the yeah, woods all around. Yeah, they're darting around, like, like trying to <laughs> fucking catch, <laughs> catch you. Yeah, Ooh. I'm like, just trying to get this ring over there, bro. So, whoa, whoa, it's whoa. Ridiculous. I saw a couple I saw a couple of two-foot-tall guys over that way. Yeah. Beats were mad hairy, dude. Go check them out. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. It's yeah, dude, for sure. Yeah, dude, for sure. Those are very timeless movies. Like the way you look, like the the way they look and everything. Like right down, like mm. the, the the presentation and like the the way they like whatever color graded them, shot them on film or whatever. Something about those movies just looks completely timeless. Yeah, like Who it did looks the like score. Was it that dude Hans Zimmerman? He does like everything. I don't know. Off the I top don't of think. My head. I don't think it was him. I don't think it was either. But I want to say that it was. Oh, it, somebody who's. It's like. I feel like there's like ten guys who yeah. are responsible for the majority it, of. Who's like the dude really that did Star Wars? John Williams. John Williams. Was it, it him? No, no. He also did the first. I think he did the first three Harry Potter movies as well. And he did Indiana that's right. Jones. Yeah, I think dude, that's like incredible to me. That's yeah. like to me such a part those of those first. Those first three Harry yeah. Potter movies have a lot of like like Christmas time. Like oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, there will be Harry Potter songs in the rotation just because John Williams knows how to fucking. Yeah, he just knows how to evoke an emotion. Yeah. yeah. It's like I'm about to put that hat on, and he's gonna tell me I gotta go slithering. It's gonna be so sad. Oh yeah. What is it the um, the when he when he duel the fates for Phantom Menace when oh, the, yeah. that three way lightsaber fight at the end, like just sets the studio on fire. Yeah. And then for Revenge of the Sith, when you had to have the fight between uh, Anakin and Obi Wan, fucking John Williams is like, <clears throat> wants to see me do it again. He oh, wanted it again. again. Oh, we'll do it one more time. Yeah. No, it's uh. Top notch. It is top notch. Did he do Pirates too? I want to say is Zimmerman did Pirates of the Caribbean. Zimmerman did Pirates. I wanna, I wanna, so I wanna make a movie called Top Notch, and it's gonna be about a guy who puts a notch in his bedpost every time he has gay sex, and he's the top. <laughs> this seems so like really boring. So <laughs> there will be there will be times when he has sex when he doesn't put a notch in the bedpost so this will be the conflict of the movie no you know you know uh <laughs> you know that no movie conflict. hot shots we're gonna Charlie find Sheen. the conflict <laughs> you know I've the heard movie of hot shots, yeah. yeah so i saw that when i was younger and there's top a notch it's like hot shots but gay <laughs> yeah there's a scene where he's like having sex with this woman and he's just like cooking on her stomach like cracking eggs and like, <laughs> frying bacon and stuff and it's crazy and i thought that was top gun like i thought they were the same movie Are you talking uh, about naked gun no 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 <laughs> sounds like something that would happen in the naked gun no this was hot shots no it's hot shots that was that was the era of like the cartoony like it was so weird movie yeah and i was like trying to i was like can you do that like you can just cook on people's stomachs that's sick <laughs> and then People would always talk about, like, later in high school and stuff, be like, oh, yeah, Top Gun's a sick movie. And I'd just think back to Hot Shots. I'd be like, how do people like that? Like, that was, <laughs> that was the weirdest shit ever. Like, how is this supposed to be, like, the, a the top ori- movie for the people? The original Top Gun, like, isn't a sick movie, though. It kind of sucks. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever I never seen saw it. it. It's very – It's I've only never seen it once, it. and I couldn't finish watching it. There's – I love Tom Cruise, but a lot of movies he did in the 80s were not good. I could mm. never finish watching Cocktail, for instance. It's just such a not good movie. But, like, Top Gun has a very, like, 80s patriotic, like, very narcissistic It was a pro. huge promo for the Air Force. It's a it very was. narcissistic pro, like, military movie, and it's just really eeky and strange. No, but there is it. kind of, like, a homosexual undercurrent in it, actually. In did, I send you th- did I send you that? Yeah, no, yeah, we okay. talked about this yeah, because yeah. there's like a whole thing. I, I I didn't watch the movie, so I'm in no position to actually elaborate on it. 
but no. it's give, very give much me all like the details. not spoken about. There's like some tension between. That's because boomers were secretly gay and didn't know how to fucking talk about it. That's why they were all they, they that's that's the only thing that was the only thing they all wanted to do. They did all the drugs, you know. They fucked all the kids. It's like all they had to do. They just, <laughs> but like they they were oh like God. They, for some reason they just couldn't have sex with other men. Like what the fuck? Isn't allowed, dude. God God will burn them. That's what they thought. Yeah, yeah, you know. So they just were like. Corn on the cob and hot dogs and yeah, all this other love shit. hot dogs. Yeah, dude, love clothes. <laughs> I just love getting a hot dog and closing my eyes and eating it. That's what the boomers are saying. I love eating a hot dog. Like I love eating a corn dog. The uh, corn on the cob the long way. That's what I meant. Fuck. Yeah, dude. I think you were uh, slob on my knob like corn on that cob. Yeah, dude. You ever yeah, wonder why he has two toothbrushes here? Slob on my knob. One is for his teeth, and the other is the teeth in his butt. Yeah. Butt teeth. I, I had to clear out because I wanted to see where he was going with that. That's <laughs> <laughs> <had to> no <laughs> butt teeth. <laughs> I have no idea. That's another. In case, in case it gets a little too much. And uh, if you want to make something happen for yourself, you need to be the first person on Pornhub in the category of butt teeth. Like there'll be one video, like That'd the movie sick, Teeth, dude. like the movie Teeth, except it's in a guy's butt. Yeah, it's a guy's butt. It's, exa- it's the same movie. So instead of like going around, yeah. So instead of yeah. going around and ch- he's just chomp chomping dicks off a gay man, he's it's yeah. like a okay, so it's like a revenge fantasy, sort of an I spit on your grave type situation, right? Sure. We watch him just get brutally homosexually raped in the first in like the first ten, fifteen. 20 minutes of the movie. It's just one long rape scene. I spit on I spit on your grave style. Listen, you watch this stuff happen. You need to get inside of the emotional space of the character. So then there's like a Jiminy Cricket type who's like, yo, you got to take what's theirs and make it your own or something. I don't know. You got to reverse it. No, no, no. Do okay, the so old gets, reversal. So he gets... So, Bite so, off their dicks with your butt teeth. So it'll be Breathe it'll be through the butthole. It'll be like a metaphor for like finding yourself and coming to fruition with yourself as a person or whatever, right? So he gets just get, he just gets brutally homosexually there raped. There is no right? deeper meaning to what you're talking about. No, no, no. About. Hang on, check this out. So he gets brutally homosexually raped in the first saying. at yeah. first. I think that's all you got. <laughs> I think that's like all there is. Clearly all you, need, you, got, you need to work your way through it. Give me a second. So I can't do so at first he, at first he's ashamed of what happened to him. Of course him. he is. At dude. first he's like, Oh, oh geez, oh God. But then like he's like, Oh, I don't know how to be with a woman now. Like, I don't know what to do. And then he, like, accident, like accidentally. Then, like, he maybe, like, he's like, let me let me try that again, you know? And then he does, and he's like, oh, I don't know. There's just something missing here. And then maybe the guy does something, and he just, like, he gets scared and clenches. And that's when he rips <laughs> the dude's dick off. Dude. That's when he finds out about the butt teeth. <laughs> and then, it, the, then it'll be him going on, like, a revenge rampage against the people who raped him. Mm. And he's just... Chomping all the there's <laughs> multiple guys. So what is it's this? like it's seven guys. It's Damn, like dude, God of tough. War, but <laughs> instead of God of War, it's just some guy from San Francisco. Yeah, butt teeth coming to theaters this fall. <laughs> what? Yeah, I think it would be great if he was like visually very effeminate, but had like this deep, gravelly, like Master Chief voice. Mm. He's like, I gotta go do what I gotta do, I and gotta like do he, gotta he does. Do. He's like, I gotta do. What I gotta do, <laughs> slay queen. Yeah, I really hate hated all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anything. There's no leg to stand on with that. You know. Yeah, we're 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 gonna put that one on the back burner for now. Butt teeth. That's just gonna go over there, right behind the not behind the front right burner. That one's a bit too hot. I'm do I'm actually doing stuff on that one right yeah. now. 
You got to put it on the back left burner. There's there's yeah. nothing there's nothing on those burners. So I, I was at work the other day, and one of our guys who works <laughs> there. Fuck you, Tate. <laughs> his name is Justin, and I called. I went up and I called him Buttface or something, and he kind of looked at me and he was like, "Actually, I had. Do you see this scar right here in my head?" <laughs> and I was like, y- "Yeah, I do." <laughs> he goes, "Well, I was driving one day, and a windshield wiper like came through the window and like went like this across my head." This wicked big gash on my face. How so they had sh- to they had to graft skin uh, from his ass onto his he's face. Literally butt face. So they, he was like, "Yeah, my friends used to call me ass face." That's so mean. And I was like, dude. "Butt face, like, dude, <laughs> you're a butt face, dude." Don't settle for that butt face. Yeah, that's what you told him. Yeah, what's going on with this dude? Yeah. So uh, socks, huh? I don't. I don't really. I don't really know a lot about uh, baseball. No, I'm talking about literal socks. Uh, Oh, yeah. Socks are cool. I got dirty ones in the trunk right now in case I got a ball on someone. Mm. (laughs) I just keep them dirty so they know, like, when I step onto the court, they're like, whoa. Yeah, I have have dirty socks in my mouth. (laughs) Fuck. Dude. (laughs) Fucked up my own joke. I have dirty socks in my trunk in case I got to put my balls in someone's mouth. There we go. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go back and say that movie (laughs) idea was so bad it makes me want to like go back in time and like kill whoever started making <laughs> movies first and to make sure it never happens <laughs> hey f- hey faggot with your gay train movie <laughs> the train's just driving towards the camera fuck you <laughs> is that what it was I think that was I can't uh, I can't Edi- remember what the Edison first movie used was. to make movies of him electrocuting elephants and other animals with uh, Tesla's stuff. It's like this Tesla guy sucks. Look what you can do with his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just kill elephants and shit we like that. We were thinking of you know now that the pump house is expanding, we trying to get a new restaurant in, like new kitchen. Mm. We're gonna like get, get some like Tesla a, coils, you know, like a roller rink in the event room, and then yeah, we'll get like a giant Tesla coil. And Brendan will go up in like a bird, like a steel bird cage, and be like, "You'll notice when I put my the back of my finger on the inside ring, it doesn't shock me. <laughs> it doesn't shock me." Yeah, no, that's what we want, you know. That just just awesome. like planetarium night, smoke That'd just wailing out of yeah. his head. <laughs> yeah, like uh, in uh, Home Alone too. Oh, when he turns into a skeleton. So that was good, some, that was <laughs> home alone. Imagine if that actually happened. Like if you saw <laughs> this somebody this become sh- a skeleton, real like for like a split second. This sounds familiar. I, would freak I think the fuck out. Dude. I think me and Eric might have talked about this at one point. But like the Home Alone, like the second Home Alone movie was like more like a Saw movie. Yeah, compared dude. to the first one. The first one was kind of like an adorable little movie with yeah. some like weird like you know physical comedy trap sequences. Yeah. That second movie was like Dude, a straight fucking he saw hits, movie. He hits him in the head with like eight bricks from the top <laughs> of that building. Like they cut out on TV when they show it, they cut out some of the bricks. They only yeah. show like two because they're like, this guy's skull would be he, caved in. He literally, <laughs> yeah, he could have dented his head once. Just fucking first obliterated movie, him. He caught his head on fire. You yeah. Know? He does that in the second one too. Yeah, it was a good gag. He's like, do it, it again. Yeah, just dude. in a different spot. <laughs> Again, it's just like the the guy who direct. I think the guy who directed the first and second Home Alone movie were Christopher Columbus, who also directed the first two Harry Potter movies. 
So he's like he's a special effects guy. Yeah. So like I think a lot of those trap ideas are basically just from like okay, what what can we do from like a special effects standpoint? Yeah. Like what kind of contraptions? I feel like Christopher Columbus got bullied when he was a kid. Yeah, definitely. He got bullied a lot. Oh, probably. Oh, you're so sure. old, bro. <laughs> 1492. What? Did you fucking discover America, fucking loser? Look at yeah, the f- look at the movie making loser wants to make a movie about how he discovered a whole country. <laughs> look at him tying strings to to ropes and that lift uh, platforms to th- do stuff. Uh, <laughs> look at Dude, him making a never... Rube, look at this loser making a Rube Goldberg machine. <laughs> All right, this is the end. This is the end for you, dude. You're spying. I don't know. Yeah, that, I don't know what happened there. Hey, you just, you just gotta keep Rube. Chase it down. Rube. The Rube Goldberg machine is like. It's oh, like, I know Rubes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I made a I made a Rube that didn't work. Imagine, dude. He didn't know about Rube. He didn't know it. He had no concept of Rubes. He's like, this is India. He's and like, yeah, like, dude. What are you talking like, about? Who are you? And Bl- he was like. like like I'm the guy. I'm How guy. now? Welcome to America. No, it wouldn't have been called America. They would have called it something like "Welcome to our land" or something like that. Yeah, Welcome to like, the land of the fucking. Why are these guys talking like that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like, why are I they wonder, ripping up all that ground over I there? I wonder how long it took before they were able to actually yeah, speak communicate. communicable language. So, because Squanto is like the f- w- big part of uh, being kind of the middle person for. A lot of stuff, but so I'm trying to think like I don't know how you enslave all that pe- all that many people and they can't even understand a word you say. A lot of like they had, they had some cool stuff. A lot of like Native American like, cultures just being all like out, dude. Chinese gun bang ouch fucking bang ouch. A lot of like Native American culture and like their storytelling reminds me of that episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation, uh, Darmok Anjalad Antanagra, where like. Every now and again. Uh, So, like, Captain Kirk gets stuck in the... Not Kirk. Captain Picard gets stuck in this position with this alien. And, like, they have their own language, which has some English words, which has, like, some human English words in it, and then some other words. But most of it is, like, referencing a story or, like, a fable. And then that fable is supposed to be specific to the context that they're in. Like, that's how they communicate. So it's, like... Uh, like when the walls fell, the victory of the like, I just like wa- show you guys the episode to like watch it with you. But like Native American culture kind of reminds me of that. Like their stories are very like, and then and then the great deer walked across the plain and was shot with an arrow from the from the hunter, and he brought it back to his family and they ate happily ever after <laughs> shit like that's like that's not a what this isn't a story there's no conflict here yeah, he pretty, just went out and did some shit sounds pretty awesome dude sounds like a good time that the hunter had and i'm sure the deer was happy to sacrifice its life for the life of the hunter and his family yeah dude imagine if you're the mayor of cleveland ohio and you're like dudes if we don't sell 10,000 LeBron James bobbleheads this year. Fuck. We got to shut the school down. It's fucked. We got to shut the hospital down. There's no more fire trucks. They and have to the, ru- the river is catching on fire. There won't be any more fire trucks. LeBron comes and he's like, "I'm building a school." And they're like, "And I'm bringing a championship." Fuck back. yeah, dude. We need a school. We didn't sell enough bobbleheads yeah. this year, dude. We didn't sell enough LeBron James brand That condoms. fake hairline did not go over well on the bobbleheads. I kind of I kind of uh, I kind of left there for a second, but I just, for some reason, imagine LeBron James running into a burning building to save a kid. I don't know why. 
I just I just saw that scene from Spider-Man 2 and just put LeBron it, James in there. I bet he'd <laughs> do it. He would do that. Do you think LeBron James would do that, dude? I, I don't think know that's, if he's that I think cool. that's how the city of Cleveland <laughs> sees LeBron James. I think that's how they see him, you know? Yeah, he's just running into everything that's on fire. He just runs in going, Cleveland! They're like, there's no one in there, LeBron. We got them all out. He's like, Cleveland! The, the, the That burning building scene from the second Spider-Man. So Spider-Man 1 and 2 are two of the greatest oh, yeah, yeah. character examination movies of all time. Like, they're not just superhero movies. They're superhero elements, mm. but it's like human stories about human beings dealing with human conflicts. And I think Tobey Maguire looks the most, like, regular of all the Spider-Man cast. Yeah. Like, what's the name of the dude who did the most recent one? Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. He's, yeah, too, like, he's, he's too attractive. He's too, he's too and cool And the other looking. guy was, like, kind of a little bit, like, he, he was good looking. Andrew Garfield? Like, yeah, but he was kind of like... I feel like Tobey Maguire was when they really nailed he him. He looked like Andrew that Garfield, was Spider-Man. Because, yeah. like, Andrew Superman, Batman, like, Iron Man, they all are these, like, very kind of aesthetic superheroes. But I feel like Spider-Man gets to be... He's like a goofy know. kid that's, right. like, that's kind of his trying to thing. figure out Andrew what's Andrew going Garfield on. and Tom Holland's version of Peter Parker were, like, a bit too cool. Like, I would have been friends with those guys in high school, you know? Yeah, they were Tobey too cool to be not cool. Tobey Maguire's version of Peter Parker was the right version because Tobey... He looks Peter like he jerks off like eight times a day. Peter yeah. Parker's supposed to be a weird, socially you know? awkward kid who doesn't really know how to communicate with people. Yeah, like, and they like, tried to do that in that's the why new to- one. When people are like, oh, I want to punch Tobey Maguire in the face. Yes, that's why it works, because yeah. you want to punch him in the face. His performance, he like rides this great – he rides this very thin line between being overly sincere and creepy stalker. And, yeah. he, and the, Tobey Maguire is the only person who can make that – like character who can make that element work, and that's why those movies work so well to me. Yeah, because like in the second one when he's like losing his powers, like that's just an extension of like him just being Peter Parker being losing confidence in himself as a person. Like he's not able to, he's not showing up for himself. They do have because one. He's trying to overextend himself being Spider Man. So like it, it, I don't know. And I'm not gonna go into a whole fucking they video have, essay here. But they have one edgy joke in the movie that some people may think didn't age well in the first one and it's when he's doing that wrestling tournament to like I guess what? W- why was he doing that? To make money? To try and make money, yeah. I don't know why he needed the money. Because he wanted to get a car to impress Mary Jane. Okay, great. So he goes <laughs> and does the thing and he's like beating everybody and then like the big dude at the end comes out and he's like, whoa, did your boyfriend pick that outfit for you? Yeah. And he's like, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. Macho Man Rav- Randy Savage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. think that would have... Get down here! Yeah, I don't think that would have... Uh, Flown us high, yeah. Three oh, yeah, minutes definitely. of playtime. <laughs> yeah. There's a great mod in Skyrim that replaces all the dragons with Macho Man Randy Savage <laughs> and all the horses too. So he's just flying around. Like all of a sudden, you're just walking around. And all of a sudden, you just hear one of those lines. Oh, <laughs> brother! Yeah, it, like it's, it starts rumbling, and you look up, and it's just like a way out of proportion Macho Man Randy Savage with like a stupid long neck and like weird flappy <laughs> hands, like just like flying around in the sky. That's pretty awesome. So here's yeah. I'm, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a picture of the scene right now. All right, let me see if I can back way up, just cause fuck it, you know. You gotta stay, you gotta stay relevant on the socials, you know. You gotta no, be up on them socials. But also, I think it'll be no, I'm just sending this. Yeah, but thing. the the new uh, Spider-Man, they kind of, I think I've only seen the first one from like the new trilogy, but like they set it up in where like Peter Parker's like a nerd weirdo and no one likes him and he's like an outcast. But it's just, like, he doesn't come off as, like, 
It's, it's just so much like, oh, it's the ugly duckling, and then he's going to get the attention he deserves, and he's going to blossom into yeah. They Ta- have tropes. It's yeah. like anything. Like, if you wanted to make a new vampire movie, you would rely on certain tropes. Like, the audience, you already expect them to know enough about vampires to maybe not have to explain everything. Yeah. So, like, they almost went too far with it. It was like, they have this cool guy, and they just expect you to understand the Spider-Man trope that he's just not cool. Yeah, even though yeah, he yeah. looks really cool. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it makes you want to root for him more, right? Because he's yeah, actually yeah. really awesome. And yeah. it's like, no, dude, I want this guy that looks like Tobey Maguire. Yeah, and acts like... Like, he looks like he works at the Dollar Tree. That's yeah. part of the problem with, like, uh, the Tom Holland version of Spider-Man with his, his relationship with that Ned character. Because, yeah. like, first off, like I said, Tom Holland's version of Peter Parker is actually kind of cool. Like, I don't see why I won't be friends with that guy. Yeah. But also, Ned's just, like, a regular guy. So, if anything, that just makes the character even more accessible. Yeah. The reason Harry Osborn and Peter Parker are friends is because they're both socially awkward losers who didn't have any other op- who didn't have any other choices of friends. The only reason he kind of knew Mary Jane was because she like grew up like next door to him. Mm. So that that's the only reason that's the reason why his social circle in those movies and such is like basically just you know his aunt, his, uh, Harry and Mary Jane. It's because these are the only people he fucking knows how to talk to. Yeah. So to have to like to for the new version of. Uh, Peter Parker to just be talking with everybody and just occasionally acting like kind of a dork. It's like, yeah, it's that, not. That's just me. Like, yeah. I don't want to fucking see that. That's yeah, not, it's I'm not, not Spider Man. I'm yeah. just a fucking asshole. Yeah. Green Goblin, in some ways, I really like as a villain because of like the actual personal tie he has with the character. Mm. But Willem Dafoe's performance yeah. as Green Goblin was amazing because yes. he was doing like this Frankenstein slash yeah. Frankenstein's monster thing. Right. Yeah, I like, was terrified of that. Yeah. Yeah, he was scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I remember like, being kind of freaked out. Because like he's not cool. just he, like he yeah he plays as Green Goblin he does play this cartoonishly over the top guy but like it's like a split personality thing where like the personalities are kind of like feeding into each other. Like you can see like, how he's a person. They're too. affecting each yeah. other. They're not two separate things. Harry, like the Osborne, uh, Harry, is Harry the dad or is Harry the kid? I don't remember. Norman, Norman. Norman Osborne wants this stuff for his company or personally or for his family or whatever. So then, you know, Green Goblin will, the Green Goblin personality will be like, so then why shouldn't you do this for yourself? Yeah. And then, like, the, the Harry Osborne, pers- uh, the Norman Osborne personality looks out for the Green Goblin personality and such. And those kind of, like, again, great writing and there's only one perfor- there's only like one actor who could have like sold that performance yeah, yeah. and that that's another reason why right. spider-man 1 and 2 to me stand not just as spider-man movies but like individual movies themselves yeah, yeah. i that, think yeah it's like an interesting thing to think about too because in other superhero movies or universes like the power level of like good guy versus bad guy is like way higher like superman's always fighting some crazy shit and i yeah. feel like the green Galactic goblin shit the Green Goblin's not really even that strong, you know. He's like a nuisance. Yeah. But part of it is the fact that in Spider-Man he has to like be decide to be Spider-Man, you mm. know, and decide to like do the thing that he has to do. Let's say. I should have put the camera over there. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah, they kind of like in the all the new Avengers and stuff. They have Tom Holland in there being like, "Oh, I'm just a kid. Why am I here doing all this stuff?" And they just like. He, yeah, he's it like doesn't it doesn't come. It's like no, this is like it watches so much as like all of these superheroes are on the same level because they're superheroes and, then and it's Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, well, like everyone should be there because this is the Avengers. It's right, more of right, like right. the like brand of it. It's not yeah. like these individual characters. Like, yeah. oh yeah, it wouldn't make sense there. Right. Like if Tobey Maguire was there, like fighting Thanos, like it would have been like what the yeah. fuck Tom is Holland this? Age. I think they did try to go in a different direction with other. Like, when Spider-Man became cooler and more confident, 
in his Spider-Man-ness, yeah. they could push it towards, like, like harder-to-kill villains or, like, more yeah, like powerful progresses, villains. Yeah, yeah. But in the Peter Parker ones, it was, like, you know, Doc Ock, his, his fucking octopus arms were against him, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and Green Goblin is literally just Willem Dafoe in a green suit flying around on, like, a skateboard <laughs> or some shit, like, with bombs or whatever. Like, yeah. that's not that bad, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like a SWAT team could have killed the Green Goblin if they wanted yeah, to. Yeah, just yeah. take the shot, like, snipe yeah. him out of the sky, fly a helicopter into him. Yeah. Who gives plus, a shit, dude? Yeah. Like, plus they're those, not that powerful. And those, and those, there's a certain amount of, like, emotionality that those movies are handled with um like every action scene and stuff isn't just an action scene there's always some kind of like character motivation or some kind of emotional beat to everything every yeah. punch every exertion every jump every time fucking peter tries to like reach out to save a person or something there's always some kind of like attack like emotional or like some kind of deeper attachment to that it's never just stuff happening for stuff to happen yeah him yeah. jumping off of a building to f- to save a woman who's falling you know, both times there's like some kind of emotional involvement there. One time it's Mary Jane, one time it's his aunt. You know, yeah. Um, at the the very at the very end of the first one, when he jumps out of the way and fucking, did the fucking camera shut off? What just happened? Keep it. All I'm saying, also with yeah, this keep is, talking. You know, like there's there's like different kinds of moral dilemmas that superheroes get to have. Like Superman being like all powerful has to like be really responsible with the amount of power he has, and you know Batman being uh, Bruce Wayne has a lot of responsibility with being Mad so stacks. involved in the city and how it runs. And, like, you know, with Peter Parker, he's just some guy. So, we, to me, he's, like, a superhero that has, like, very little influence and doesn't have really any outstanding powers. He can, like, One swing by webs is and climb up walls. Like, that's not that cool. I mean, he's pretty strong he's, too, right? He's, he's uh, got, I wanted he's to. Got, he stops a whole goddamn train. I, I wanted I to remember <laughs> that too. They, they did this edit of that part where literally they like some guy like did that scene, but like replaced it with like you know Peter Parker goes to stop the train and like rips his arms off. <laughs> he's like not that strong. He like goes to stop it with his feet. It just like just completely just dusts him. Uh, you know, like I think. There, there are certain things that they did that were just, like, over the top. It's just weird. You know, like, all of a sudden, he's, like, I don't know. Maybe it's on him to decide to use those kinds of powers, and that's kind of the whole dilemma. It's, like, he has this ability to do something, but he's, like, still that kid and, like, doesn't want to step into that. But yeah, then, doesn't like, he have, like, little, like, spider things that come out of his hands so he can yeah, grip on the I, shit? Have you seen the, like, they, they, they did a little spoof on that with Jack Black? Have you seen that? I don't think so. Yeah, dude. He's, like, standing in his room, and then he's, like, whoa. Like, my hand's, like, oh, he's, like, weird. He's, like, looking at his hand. He's, like, I got all these hairs on my hand. He's, like, no, nothing new there. And he, like, <laughs> looks in the window, and he sees, like, a hot girl changing. He's, like, oh, and then, like, Webb comes out. <laughs> I wanted, like, finds out. I wanted to uh, uh, digress on batman for a second that's one reason why i like the new the new batman movies because like yeah batman's usually like involved in like the city or whatever you were saying and the new one he's just kind of a in the new one he's just just let me know when you gotta we'll just we'll just cut it when you have to go okay um in the new one he's just kind of like he's just like this uh shut in like that's what he does he just like stay like he just he doesn't really ever go out there's one scene where he goes to a funeral and then like the mayor lady's like oh it's very rare to see you out like he he's like this version of Batman self involved and like that's one element I liked about it because even though I did like Christian Bale's version of Batman, yeah, it's just nice to see like a different take on that, you know. Yeah. Christian Bale's was a bit more complex. It was again, it was like kind of like the 
multi-personality thing that he had going on where he had to show, where that character had to show different faces to different people. Yeah. Whereas this new Batman just kind of prefers to – he has this thing that he does and he's, he's so focused on that. Whether he's got to be Batman or Bruce Wayne – his right. focus is on the thing that he's got to do. Yeah. So that that was kind of like a fresh take on that. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but it, it's interesting. It's 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 about forty five minutes longer than it used to be. Mm. It has like three or four different endings, and it's like a six or seven act movie. Yeah. But it, it there are some very interesting. St- it's definitely sit down to watch it in like two sessions. Watch it in like two ninety minute sessions. Yeah. There's a part of the movie where it just feels like okay, and we're in the second part of the movie. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. other thing I want to plug about that is the Telltale games. I don't know if you've ever played like The Walking Dead by Telltale Games. No. There's like a bunch of really cool games that p- they play like episodic TV show, but you get to influence some of the decisions. Oh, I think you were telling me about this. Yeah, they do one with The Walking Dead. They do. There's a couple other ones, but Juan and I were playing the uh, the Batman one mm. uh, for a little while when I was living at Mark's house. Yeah. And it was really, really in depth. It was really cool. We we it started kind of slow. It was like really long. Some of the episodes in the other games are shorter. Yeah. You know, you can get through it in like one sitting. Yeah. But this was like each episode was like maybe three. Episode one and two took way too long to like establish what was going on in the world we were living in. Yeah. And part of the reason they did that was because there was a bit of like a different interpretation of the characters going on. But still, it's like it just it takes too long. Yeah. We're we're here because we like Batman. That's why we're here. We already know what's going on. Once we got to like the big like juxtaposition and like. You know, climax like of the story. The and like end the fourth, of the end. Of, I felt like the end of yeah. I don't remember exactly. I feel like the end of the second episode, beginning of the third episode, is like when it started to get interesting. Right. Because then the third episode ends with like that where he gets poisoned by the journalist lady, and you find out she's actually right. the mastermind. It was cool because usually that jo- Lois Lane is that what her name is? Uh, Vicky no. Vet. Vicky Vet. Yeah. Usually she, she's just a benign. Right. She's just part hey. of the press. You know, she's like. She's there for Bruce Wayne to kiss. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But like in this, she was like this mastermind behind Doing everything. some shit. Yeah. And that sounds know, pretty sick. Like she was spinning the story against Bruce Wayne and his estate and being like, he's part of like the problem. Yeah. And then like there's this poisonous like chemical or gas that when you come in contact with it, you just like do crazy shit. So she like poisons him. At this press conference, where in like, the middle yeah. of all these people, yeah, at this press conference where like they're trying to talk about how he's and him, his family are not bad, and yeah, she yeah. like basically gets him to go up and just like fuck up the guy who's presenting. I think it's Harvey <laughs> yeah. Dent. No, Cobblepot, because he took he took over a CEO. That's remember? right, Cobblepot. So my dude. my version of Bruce Wayne was very defiant in the press conference. Yeah, I was trying to like do like a little push pull thing, and he's back. But yeah, there was a uh, there was like some parts where I was trying where I was like. Oh yeah, I can admit to this. I can acquiesce to this. Be all political and shit. But then there were other parts where I was like, where I just chose the fuck you option, you know? Yeah. But then uh, that w- that you know we never got into like that fourth episode. But I assume that makes it interesting, you know, based on like how you handle yourself at the press conference versus because that reaction is a railroad thing that's going to happen when she uh, injects him with the poison. Like Bruce Wayne is going to attack Cobblepot on the on the podium. Yeah. Regardless, that like happens in the story. Yeah. But like you can you can influence like there's a part where you're having like a big like celebration at your house for Harvey who's like going to try to run for mayor and this really notorious like gang leader comes and like the press are there and he comes up and like holds out his hand and you can choose whether or not to shake his hand and yeah, they'll yeah. like use that against you in the press later they'll be like oh you were seen like you know they're grilling you like 
you know, yeah. when you're taking questions and they're like, oh, we saw you, like, shake this dude's hand like he's yeah. a scumbag. Like, I chose like to shake his hand because I'm a gentleman. Right. Gentleman. <laughs> yeah. No, so there's there's yeah, a good amount cool. there's a good amount of influence that you have over the game, but sometimes it's just like shit's going to happen no matter what. Yeah. You know? So, but yeah. Very cool. Very, very, very cool. I wonder what this slider does. Hang on. Where's my mouse? Yeah, the what does this do? Playback speed. That's what that is. The Dark Knight, the movie, there's probably like the like most intense experience I've had in a movie Never theater. seen The Dark Knight. Well, really? it's also just one of the best movies of all time. Yeah, no. Even aside from the fact that it's a Batman movie. I was like eight or ten when I saw it with my yeah. dad in the theater. And like around. What year were you born? 98. Okay. So yeah, you would have been, yeah, you would have been like 10. Yeah. So around the point when everyone's on the boats and Joker's going to like blow up, blow up the city. I like something clicked in me that like that's like not a superhero thing like someone could do that and then it just like switched over and I was like oh it's happening it's happening to us right now like we're just sitting here and everything's about to blow up and yeah. I just started losing it I was like crying like we gotta get out of here yeah. we gotta get out of here my dad was like it's not even that scary like chill out like what the fuck's wrong with you and I was like this is not okay he's blowing everything up how do you not get this we need to go that 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 sticks with me we're fucking uh, what's his name that actor there that tall black dude tiny lister with the fucked up eye he was yeah. in like oh, yeah, Don, yeah. he's in uh, Friday and Don Juan DeMarco yeah uh, where he comes up he's like let me do it he grabs the, he grabs the thing and you think he's gonna blow up the other ship and he just throws it out the window yeah. He just goes and sits down. And he looks at everyone, and everyone's like, "I guess this is what it is." Yeah. And then it's that, that's like really cool because, like, yeah. you know, in movie language, you expect a big ass black dude to be scary. Yeah. But he's not. He's yeah. trying to do the right thing, yeah, even if that means getting himself and everybody else killed. He'd rather, like, that's interesting writing right there. That hints at like a whole story that you don't get to see. That's a whole other movie right there. What yeah. that guy did. But you just see that one moment. Yeah, how do you get to that point to have, like, that sort of insight, like, at that point of his life to be like, yeah, I'm making this decision because it's the right decision, you know? That's one reason why The Dark Knight is incredible. Like, the new Batman tries to do some stuff like that, tries to have, like, these weird little morality moments. probably. More forced, yeah. Whereas The Dark Knight just lets these things happen and then, like, it examines – it's able to examine them and talk about them properly. Dark Knight's it's so a very, good. it's a lightning in a bottle of a movie. It's very hard. It's it's not fair to compare any other thing yeah, to yeah. that because it that is its own thing, despite the fact that it's a Batman movie. Yeah, like it could like the, I I can't tell if it works because it's trying not to be a Batman movie or if it works because it is a Batman movie. Yeah, like that that's one like I think that there are a lot of superhero Batman's responsible for doing this too. That they just play really into the tropes and they try to establish things really clearly through those the viewpoint of like you're watching a batman movie but i don't think i haven't watched it but it sounds like the dark knight didn't really you ever try to establish it super hard and yeah you do you kind know. of like there's so many times like looking back on the times i've watched that movie where like i'm not even focused on batman you know it's just like that's exactly what i was thinking it's just when like oh this is just this stuff is happening and this world is dark- compelling as, as it own right and then, oh yeah men- batman's in it when you right. mentioned the dark knight to me i've said that so many times before when you mentioned the dark knight to me the last thing i think of is anything batman does in that movie he's I very think- like bl- like bland it feels like as a he's, character it, bla- batman is always the least interesting thing he's in yeah. That's just as a character, no matter who's portraying him, no matter what medium it is. Yeah, but think about how much exposition in the Telltale games they, like, went over the the night that his parents died. Like, they make it abundantly clear that you're in a Batman thing, mm. you know? Like, yeah. There's just so many, you know, 
there's so much that they try to expo do an exposition on. Yeah. It takes a really long time to get there. You know, like you, they have like a whole Catwoman sequence, and then you know they go into Harvey Dent, and then like they, mm. they continue to like go back and forth between Bruce Wayne and Batman. And there's yeah. just a lot of, a lot of boring dialogue. I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I think you know? it's they drag it out. That opening scene in Dark Knight, it's it's the bank robbing, right? Yeah. yeah. Having it set up like that, and there's like no one like it kind of sets up like what the whole movie is there's no like one person it's focused on like you just keep switching all those like robbers like they're yeah. it's from each guy's point of view and then it finally ends and the actual joker like offs the last dude and then he's like and you're like oh okay that was the actual guy but like for the whole sequence you're like who's the actual dude that we should be concerned about right you know right the other the other thing i want to say about that is uh the dark the dark knight has a great interpretation great use of the bat voice because like i remember people being like why does he talk like that when he has the cowl on because mm. he chooses to there's a couple of scenes in dark knight where he doesn't have the suit on and he still uses his batman voice yeah because he's doing batman shit now. yeah like at, at the scene at the party at his house where he's like dragging harvey yeah, and rachel yeah. and rachel's like what are you doing he's like they're coming yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have. He still has his regular tuxedo on. He doesn't have any Batman shit on. He's like, yeah. they're here. Yeah. And then there's that other scene where he's investigating at the parade, and he sees those guys tied up in the warehouse. He pulls the tape off the guy's face. And he's like, what happened here? Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Does does it with Batman voice, even though he's just yeah. Bruce Wayne? Yeah. And I just think that's a really that's a really clever, really interesting little touch. It's such a small thing. Yeah, but definitely. Like, to me, as like somebody who likes that kind of shit, I'm like, yes, that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting if that's an actor's choice or mm. if it's Christopher Nolan. Well, I think I think it was the, the I think I think, well, you think as, it was written in as far as the character as far as it might have been, but I think I don't know whose idea that was. If it was the writer, if it was the actor or the director or whatever, but showing that lends it's another one of those details that lends a lot more to the world, like the guy throwing the control off. Yeah, the yeah. it's just like a, a small detail that just adds to this lived in feel like yeah. that's another thing that makes dark knight so great is it yeah just, it feels like you're it feels like a whole world yeah there's things going on that and you're just getting to see part of it but like the possibilities are endless mm. and it really feels like that when you're watching it like the new batman tries to be all like oh there's only so much you can do like this town is this city is you know and then batman's like i have to try yeah whereas like no one ever actually says that in the dark knight you just see. You don't that have to address any. You of it. see the mountain of shit yeah. he's up against, and he's just gonna keep trying. He doesn't have to say, "I have to do it. It's my duty." He just yeah. sees the I'm trouble Batman. in front of him. He's like, "I'm just gonna run headfirst into it." That's yeah. what I do. I think that that's like the perfect way to use the trope to like build the world because you give the audience so little, but it's like these little tidy inferences that the audience only needs to see a very small amount of what you're trying to say. They know about Batman. For them to fill in the rest, yeah, and it's almost like better because then they they go beyond anything that you would have the time to tell them. So they, they fill in the gaps in ways that you you know they kind of cr the world building creates itself that way. Yeah, you know, like they they don't have to create this lengthy dialogue that explains. I don't know. I think that that was where you and I were like ready because we were gonna rank all the Telltale games. Yeah. And we were ready to put this one way at the bottom. Dead like, last. Literally just because the writing was just so bad. Like, there wasn't a bad – you couldn't – none of the other ones were objectively bad. You could split hairs between the other ones in terms of which one you liked the most. But again, yeah. like, Wolf Among Us did the world-building thing better because it didn't do – you know, it did it was some like, necessary backstory right. bullshit. Snow White, they just yeah. talk about the name. She's never talking about the 
the yeah. seven dwarves or any of her backstory. Yeah. You know, you just kind of have this assumption going in with like all the characters, especially once it starts out by saying it's all these fairy tale creatures. You know, mm. I don't think you know what we're talking about, but essentially, I know I, you told me about the when you guys were playing it at Mark's, like yeah. the the format of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you yeah. choose, you have choices at certain points in the story. I think Wolf Among Us is my favorite of all of them. Yeah. No, I think it's the best one. I think it, I think it's the one that has the most interesting source material and does the best we job with that source material. Like five or six hours of the Batman game, uh, and yeah. we're still like nothing. It feels like nothing has happened. Literally and got three fifths of the way through there's it. So much like <laughs> just dialogue and shit that we don't care about. Like yeah. they they revisited the whole the night of your parents dying. Like he had that conversation with so many different people. It was yeah. like. We get it, Batman. Your He's parents got, you know, they they got canned, dude. That's another yeah. thing the new one <laughs> like did right is we didn't have to watch his parents die again. Yeah. Right. Robert Pattinson has like a little thing where he's talking to Andy Serkis. He's all like, "Yeah, the pain of losing someone I care about, I never wanted to feel that again." Yeah. That's it. That's all you need. You yeah. Don't need anything else. Yeah. You literally all know. Like, yeah. You all <laughs> fucking know what happened. Yeah. Like, nobody cares. Yeah. I mean. No, nobody cares. It's uh, yeah. So it's like a two disc space remaining for recording. Nineteen hours and nineteen minutes. Nice. That is that is all I got time. We're not. For. Yeah, we're not recording for another nineteen hours. I just noticed this thing. That I saw. <laughs> yeah. So nineteen hours. <laughs> we didn't. Yeah, like, ah, oh, I didn't hit record. I'll oh, have to have. <laughs> I'll have to have you guys back to talk Sick. more about the music and stuff sometime. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, but what's Talk are about you doing? Anything. You doing gigs or anything? You doing anything coming up soon? Anything you need to plug? No, uh, no, we're just we're just in the lab, you know, writing and just jamming, getting uh, getting ready to do bigger things. The la the lab. I don't know, gay sex. That's what I was trying to go to. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> that's why I'm experimenting. <laughs> I ran out of juice. I don't know. Just the, the, we're having gay sex in the lab. That was going to be the joke. So write your own joke. Pl- 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 plug in your own parts. Do it. Do it. Well, do it. Do it now. Watching the gears turn. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Yeah. It's just you know like <laughs> it's one of those things you just got to execute. <laughs> it's just about executing. It's all about X and O's. X's and O's. Yeah, X we're just writing some hose. music right now. It's it's pretty loose. It's pretty loose. Yeah. We're uh we're hoping to uh get on the circuit eventually. Mm. You know. Yeah, write some more stuff and just get better at the craft and then be back back out sharing that, you know. Yeah. It's yeah what's dude. Donkey what's show next April. Yeah. Next April. Why yeah, why did why did you have to schedule it so far out? Keep thinking about it. Yeah. Talk about just blue keep, balls. Just <laughs> keep it in your mind. Keep it in your mind's eye. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, all that's right. That's all I got. God good, bless. Good seeing us on. Good seeing you boys again. Um Million X Girlfriends podcast, Tate, Eric. Um Word. I don't know when the next one's coming out. Don't call me. Leave me alone. Sick. Nice. <laughs> Righteous. Well, that was a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, we, had, we had some good moments there. Oh, uh, yeah. Sometimes got, it takes a fun.